We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. A very special show. Myself, Jeff Feinberg, talking about the 2022 President's Cup picks preview. And the DraftKings pricing just came out like two seconds ago. So we're going to talk about that as well. I got some strategies for you for the President's Cup. But mainly, it all depends on can you predict who is going to play the most on either side, give themselves ample opportunity. You don't want the guys that are sitting. I hear they don't score DraftKings points. Unfortunately for the President's Cup, and we're going to get into this in a second, it's wildly lopsided. And betting on it is probably not the greatest thing just to pick a winner. Maybe we can find some props, anything else like that. Highly recommend that you go to fantasynational.com if you want to construct DraftKings lineups. Uh, I have it loaded up already. We'll cut to it during the show. That uh, just how these players have performed at Quail Hollow over the years and how maybe that's set up since the renovation, since the PGA Championship was there in 2017, maybe it's a little bit different. I don't know. But Jeff, you are calling, begging people to bet the U.S. team at like minus 300 about two months ago on the golf show. Uh, they're now minus 700. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's no real victory lap for touting a minus 300. But there are a lot of people who like to bet on golf that also like to do other silly things with their money. And I was pretty much screaming, if you could afford to have this money sitting. And I was screaming about it from the two month out point. But once we got to about the one month out point, Pat, and it was still like 320, I was like, this is go time. My money can sit for a month. It sits in a lot sillier places, sometimes even a bank. If you could afford it, I almost looked at it like a stock. I'm about to make nearly 30% money on something that's going to sit there for a month. I wasn't even afraid of Cameron Smith playing. I still thought minus 300 was going to be a great number. Then we got those late um, uh, defections and Smith and Neiman, and people started to realize, oh, the President's Cup's here. People started to see the rosters on paper. And boom, it's it's here. It's minus 700. I have an insane amount of on this at the number. I will be responsibly disappearing if something horrible happens. But 
I don't want this to be like some documentary I just watched on the Australians winning the America's Cup of Sailing, Pat, for the first time in a hundred years or something. So that better not happen, or I don't know that I'll be around for week four spread picks, but there's a brown bag meetup going to happen behind a gas station either way. It's tough. Like, I mean, seven to one is what the inter. I mean, you could just hedge yourself out and bet the seven to one if you really wanted to. You're going to win either way, regardless of result, if that happens. But is there anything to like, hey, all of our best guys essentially went to live. We had this ragtag crew or is just like, it feels like the talent disparity is so large. And I went back, I saw Justin Ray's stats. Like the internationals get pounded every single time. Uh, even in Australia, I mean, the Americans had to come back on singles and win that one. But historically in this event, I thought this was really interesting that the internationals have a better record in singles. They have a better record, I believe, in the four ball or the alternate shot, whatever it is. But in like the 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 main one, like the team best score or whatever it is. I, I totally forget. The President's Cup and Ryder Cup is different, right? In terms of like the things that they have going on. Yeah. So let me, for starters, okay, it is lopsided, but I saw the world ranking. There's averages at like 43 and America's averages at 12. And they're still, I mean, it's only been close when they have to travel to Asia or Australia. And we've had really good vibes on this thing in the past, Pat, even taking some of the like, point spread points that kind of make it like a minus one or like top international score you could sort of feel things happening i got no vibe with this one their best player is hideki is he gonna play all five sessions i mean he doesn't even like playing four rounds normally that's not even to make a live joke it's just a standard hideki thing but let me quickly try to do my best with the format the Ryder cup is only three days it's a friday through sunday this will go four days pat they're going to play um they're going to play uh five matches of foursomes on thursday and five matches of four ball on friday or vice versa one of those is a five match set each day which means of the 12 man teams two guys will sit each day on saturday it's going to be back-to-back sessions. We're going to have four four matches of one in the morning and four matches of other of the other in the afternoon, and then Sunday is the twelve-man um, singles competition, giving a total of thirty points. A player must play at least one time before singles. If someone wanted to be hidden, they could. I don't think, you know, if America wants to hide Kisner, I don't think they're like going to feel like an absolute obligation to hide anybody. And I wouldn't even know who the internationals would attempt to hide, to be perfectly honest. You could hide six of them. Like, so um, there's there's that aspect of it. Um, So those are, are the rules. But I don't know who's going... In the other tournaments, I feel like there have been much more of a buildup. Now, maybe because Liv did a lot to ruin this with, and this isn't a Liv conversation, but Cam, Louie, Answer, Neiman, Mito, um, I'm probably forgetting somebody as well. They they um they did a good job at like really making so it, it feels like no one attempted to hype this, like at all. But in the past, I feel like we'd have had articles or 
you could have like looked into like things or the international squad would have been hyping, would have been hearing about who might've been practicing with each other. This event just feels like a dead fish on intro. Now it is sold out on the grounds in quail hollow in Carolina. You know what? Like a hundred thousand drunk American fans are going to be like, even if they are 21 point favorites. (laughs) So it's still going to have like that fun vibe, I think on the grounds, but the buildup dead fish you know what no one cares about this i can't even find the outfits pat i can't even find the outfits that's how like under the surface this is going and these outfits are proudly like acknowledged weeks like it's the monday of i don't know what they're wearing i i mean i don't care what they're wearing for one thing but like okay does we talked about not having a feel. I'm with you. Let's try to parse through the international team first, because I feel like if there's going to be any value to bet on this stuff, it's likely going to come from the international side. So I pulled up DraftKings Sportsbook right now. I got it up on the screen. It is for top international score. Sungjae is the favorite at six to one for being their top score. Hideki and Connors and Scott are all six and a half. Then you have Tom Kim at seven to one. Siwoo at 9, Cam Davis at 10, Pendrith at 12, Munoz at 14, Mito at 14, KH Lee and Sebez both at 16 to 1. Would we be confident in saying that Sungjae probably plays all five sessions? Yes, I would full have full confidence Sungjae is going to play all five sessions. Here's the problem. It might not honestly matter because he could be an underdog in all of them. Um, just as an example, Pat, because there's another um, some books have like an over under on players. Okay. And Sung Jay is a one and a half points. Uh, and it's nice. probably the highest total for any international player, as is Hideki. Mine uh, one and a half points. And they're both minus one, 150 to the over plus 110 to the under. But yeah, it's it's. um. Sungjae would play all six matches. But the weird thing with match play, Pat, is you could tell me this guy's a good fit. He could play horrible and get a half point versus a guy that plays amazing and just runs into a more amazing player and get nothing out of it. So I'm at a real loss for the prop market when in previous ones, I feel like I've at least had a a handle on it in some respects. Well, here's the thing. I, I think we need to find try to find out the two or three international guys that are going to play the most because Hideki and Scott would be up there, but you mentioned it already. Like Hideki is not going to play all five sessions. He can barely get through a tournament, let alone five sessions in four days. Uh, maybe he will. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Sungjae just seems far more likely. I think that's reflected in the odds at the moment. I would say that Connors, weirdly enough, might be the other guy that plays all five sessions. And is this, I know we kind of joke on this in terms of match play all the time, but is a gimme session with Corey Connors better for him in this circumstance where, hey, hey, Corey, you don't need to make that four footer. It's on the house. I would um, potentially think so. I guess, yeah, then you're trusting Corey Connors and his putter. Uh, In trying to map out the favorites for five sessions, I do agree. All that I think goes on its head, though, Pat, is if this becomes ultra competitive, 
like through two days where it's just one session, right? It's five matches a day, just one session, Thursday, Friday. If it's ultra close, Hideki and Scott might tell Immelman, like, keep sending me like something's happening here. On the flip side with the Americans, if it turns into a total laugh riot, they might just turn it into a house league thing. Like everyone gets equal sessions if it because it, it, it has the potential for a laugh riot. Yeah, it, it feels like the Americans will be up like four one after the first round. Like that's just what they do every single time in the President's Cup is just beat the internationals brains in uh, on the very first day. And then it's just catch up mode, catch up mode, catch up mode. Like the fact that it went to the singles matchups in Australia kind of felt like that was a strong international team for one, one of the strongest that they've had, but it was in like December. It was on a different continent. It was three months after it was like normally going to happen. Like there was a lot of weird circumstances with that one just to make it competitive. Totally agree. And we even, I think we had had internationals on points. We live bet America uh, answer with the top international. That was a total fun one. Watching those deep into the night. Uh, also, that was a total hoot. Like you felt great about the future of the President's Cup leaving that one. And now we're here and you couldn't feel any like, you know, fart in the wind about it. Um, that being said, I'm not worried about my bet because I feel like the crowds and I just still think the talent like they're not going to not try to go all out and win. I don't like. Yeah, but you're right, Pat. The The, the best chance to probably make money is identifying which international is going to be get super hot and maybe even get out there with him and be part of those sessions and weasel those points and have a chance to win this thing. I don't think an American can win their top score without a two or three way split either, to be perfectly honest. I very much doubt that one, like there's going to be one American that wins four matches. Like that's going to be hard to top. Even if you think that they blow them out, like you're going to have multiple guys win four matches. I know it kind of just happened in the Ryder cup. And then Dustin ended up winning all five matches. I think it was. Yeah. You called that too. That was a great prop that you hit that week. Yeah. I mean, I've had more, I mean, I had a ton of success betting on the euros in France and, but I looked at the Ryder cup and I was with you. I didn't think that the Europeans had much of a chance. So where's the market to go to with this stuff where you feel a little bit more confident? I mean, I didn't have the confidence that Dustin was just going to win. He just seemed like really good odds at this. And I think that's what we can kind of figure out for this international team right now. I want to go over to Fantasy National. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, by the way. If you want to get 20% off any membership level, Homa, I have it done on the since the renovation at Quail Hollow, average strokes per round. Homa, Thomas, Connors, Davis are the top four players like then we jump on over like Cam Davis is 10 to one to be the top international score like that's not crazy because it does feel like if Davis gets off to a hot start and I think he'll be a part of that earlier session that if he can win his first match they're just gonna if anyone gets hot on the international team they're just going to ride that guy for as much as he's got until he loses I think like they did with answer that you're not raw. The international is probably not in a position to break up a winning pairing. I'm also here to say there could be pairings that play phenomenal and just lose because they just lost to Scheffler and Morikawa. 
Yeah, do, do you have a better sense of what the American yep. pairs are going to be versus the international? Because I have no sense of what the international pairs are. Yep. Like, I, I assume they're going to do something like, oh, we're going to put Pendrith with Connors because they're both Canadian. Like, I could see that just being the stupid logic behind it. But, like, I'd put Davis and Pendrith together. That's a great team to put together. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Maybe, you know, one of the veteran Korean, like maybe Siwoo, maybe it's a team of Kim's. Um, I, I, yeah, you could see them. I have no idea. I, I honestly, I'm so blind to how Immelman is planning on using these. What's also so much fun about the President's Cup, Pat, it might be more fun than the golf this week. I love the drafts. Oh, the, the drafts. drafts the, the, the draft is a must see TV. <laughs> Because they slot the in the Ryder Cup, it's like a batting order. You give your batting order to the home plate ump. They gave their batting order. Nothing else matters. Here, it's like they take turns. You throw out a name, they pick up their match. They throw out a name, you you could put uh, you know, there's ways to sort of hide or protect guys that we would talk about in the older format. Um, now you can call your number. Uh, you know, guys call out Tiger and he eats them alive. That's just kind of what's gone on here. The the other one I was looking at, I mean, there's two ways that you could potentially play this. Obviously, distance of Quail Hollow is going to make a difference in like whoever runs a hot putter and irons. Like it's all specific to one week. I wouldn't put much stock into what happened in Napa. Like Connors missed the cut. Davis missed the cut. They didn't play poorly. They didn't play well either. Like Hideki played two terrible rounds on the weekend. So it wasn't a great showing, realistically, for many of these international guys who were playing this week. They were just seemingly use it as a tune-up, whereas Homa wins the event, and now he's playing this week at a course where he's already won in his career. So I think we'll see a lot of Max Homa and probably a lot of Max Homa individual bets. We'll talk about that with the American side. But, like, why not Mito? Uh, why not me though? Like, I, well, I don't know how to make a case for any of these guys. Well, I, I think I, that the, so sometimes you yell at me. Sometimes I get mad when I bet too many things. I'm literally saying, I don't know how to, I don't know. Sure. Mito has value. Mito's 14 to one. Like he has the same odds as Munoz, like nothing against Munoz, but I'd rather take one of these young guys who can really like Mito. I mean, he almost won the PGA championship. <laughs> okay. You're right. And sorry, in the context of someone from the international team has to win top international point scorer. Um, so yeah, you're right. Pendrith at 12 Mito at 14 Davis at 10. I guess that's probably where my, Head would look. Obviously, DraftKings thinks Tom Kim is getting like a five match pairing. Yeah, I, do you, okay. Let's, let's let's fantasy draft our teams here. If you're Immelman right now, right? How do you line up this international team for pairings? As, like starting day one, who plays, who sits, who's playing together? I would put Sung Jay and Tom Kim together. Yeah, I assume Tom Kim's going to play with Siwoo or or Sungjae. Yeah, I think um, he make, I think he makes more sense with Sungjae. Like they're both, I mean, they're both Korean for one thing. But beyond that, like if we're trying to find like similar skill sets, and I think that really tends to go a long way with just you know pace of play. You can get one shot. You know, very like they're Sungjae's longer off the tee than Tom Kim. Tom hit, Kim hits every single fairway. I doubt they're going to grow the rup 
rough up a ton because this is an American hosted event. It's not like what we saw for the Ryder Cup when it went to France, where they're like, now let's make the rough now eight inches thick. So when the Americans just try to bomb it into it, they can't get out. It's going to be the opposite setup of that. I mean, if you're Immelman, Pat, are you considering making power pairings? Like yes. trying to weasel a point and a half. So maybe you are seeing a Scott with uh I think Scott Connors. and Hideki played again. Yeah, or Scott Hideki. Like I have got to, which you know, that team would have to win the point, or who knows what could happen. But um, I feel like their only hope is to win power pairings. Uh they have so many rookies, you can't just hide rookies with veterans. Like there's it's impossible. They don't have veterans to hide rookies with. No, so I, I think that you go with Hideki and Scott together. And like just because on paper those are quote unquote your best players, I mean, are they really? Like, I mean, I know you bet Adam Scott every week this year, but it's not like he did anything. No, he was consistent, but um yeah, I don't I don't uh like who do you put I don't know there's a lot of wild cards in this sucker, how Immelman can do it. And the Americans would just assume are going out as friends. So yeah, like who the hell like because you can make a case like I don't know if it's a good case, but like someone like Cebes, he's probably not gonna play all the sessions. He's probably not gonna play the first session. When you look at it on paper, you know, he hits a ton of fairways, he doesn't hit it very far. This is a super long course. Feels like uh Le, Le Club National en France is a better course for Cebes than Quail Hollow. But if this becomes like one of those alternate alternate shot type deals where you need someone who can get the ball up and down, like, is he a good partner for Connors? Like everything he does well, Connors sucks at and vice versa. Connors and Pendrith are a pairing. They live together. Pendrith moved in with the Connors during the pandemic because our borders here were dog shit. Um, they're, they're a pairing. I am so I like am you a, for sure you think they're a pairing. I for sure think that they are a pairing. One yeah, I for sure think Connors and Pendrith are a pairing. Okay. So then that puts all the value on top international score on Pendrith. Like if Connors is six and a half to one and Pendrith is twelve to one, and they're probably gonna be playing together every time, then you know, at worst, you're going to split with Connors. Hopefully, Connors loses his singles match. Pendrith Wait, wins his. Immelman, like, this is a team that's so different from the last team that was actually building momentum for these, for the team to have chemistry and, and a future that Immelman doesn't have a choice to not put teams with even a semblance of chemistry together because this is just strangers. So does that mean Scott? Does that mean Scott plays with Cam Davis then? I listen, Australia is a big country like Canada is, but I know for a fact that they're best friends and they've lived together recently. Pendrith and Connors. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so I can't speak like I like I can assume Cam Davis and Adam Scott have a relationship, and Cam Adam Scott's taken him under his wing, but I can't speak to it like I can speak to it. Uh, you know, here in Canada land. Okay. So we think like Siwoo is such a wild card in this because Siwoo could show up, lose five matches or win five matches. It's kind of He's crazy. like the Phil Mickelson of, of play your own ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I just, I'm just trying to figure it out. Maybe Cam Davis is the play. Just bet Davis and Pendrith is top international scores and hope you get lucky. At least both those guys, when they putt, they putt really well. 
and we know they can bomb it. They like this course isn't going to be a problem for them. They just need to continuously get out there. Like I don't think that we see much. Like if you had to pick the three guys least likely to play for the internationals, who would it be? Because I'd say it's Munoz, Lee, KH Lee, and Cebes. Because I think Mito might get in there unless he just continues to play like dog shit. Uh, that's probably fair. I mean, if we're going by current form, uh, I'm pretty like, who are you certain? Because Thursday would be five, five matches. Who are you like most confident Immelman is not playing on Thursday? I'd say Cebes and KH Lee. That's probably I would piggyback Cebes. Yeah, unless he did a unless unless Immelman did double barrel Koreans. You think I mean it is that'd be such an odd way to pick your team. It's like, well, you guys are all from Korea, you're on a team. You guys are all from Australia, you're on a team. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> I agree it doesn't work, but I don't know. It worked for that like the Lou I guess Louie and Charles were really good. Yeah, they're on a live team together. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be worth $3 billion did, in two years, apparently. Who was that great team? Who did Graham Dillette have Day. this amazing? It was Day and Dillette. Oh, Day. Yeah, they were so fun. They had a great time at um, uh, Memorial Court, at, um, where the Memorial Village. is. Yeah. That yeah. Was a fun I, one. I just remember they, they were actually good that, like, as a team. Yeah. I remember Dillette chipping in. They got it. Dillette was getting uh, Jason Dale fired up. It was good. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I think for the, for, I'm going to jot these ones down. Top international score. I think I'm going to bet Davis and Pendrith because I think they'll have the most opportunity of the guys 10 to 1 and beyond. I don't think there's significant difference, especially if, like you said, like Hideki, let's say they put Hideki with Sung Jay. They're like, we're going to put our two best players on a team. They're going to face like Scheffler and Justin Thomas or something crazy. <laughs> like that's, that's not a, the other, they're yeah. underdogs. <laughs> That's the part about it, because they can pick the matchup. If Immelman like throws them out where the U.S. can answer it, then there's a U.S. power team. But you could argue there's like seven U.S. power combos they can make. And the rest of the U.S. team is rookies who are all like playing their who are probably so excited to be playing the first internationals. And with what's happened on live. You can now argue that there is um, like there's the door open for guys to be truly competing for that. The, the, the Ryder cup, like that's a real, real thing. You can't, you can't go lame duck here and think you're going to be respected when time comes next year. And with DJ and, and Bryson, Bryson and, and Brooks gone, Gosh. Gooch, yeah, by world ranking, Gooch. There's Reed. a door that's opened for a full, full for a handful of these guys to get to be on the chance, on uh, in Rome next year. And I got to watch some of that. It looks like a real fun international course. I tell you, wow! You try to bomb those things, you're taking on high grass and water. And sometimes seeing Rory like do it was incredible. But you like the risk on a lot of those drives. Woo! Woo! I, I mean, we should start betting the European team now for next year's Ryder Cup. We'll probably get better numbers as the year go. Well, I don't know about that. I think like we it's exactly what we saw. I mean, it's not the same, obviously, as the one in France, but at least 
it, it's funny because the U.S. team, I mean, the President's Cup, it always works. And the Ryder Cup, the reason that they have struggled in Europe primarily, but even sometimes in the States, not last time, but they just don't pick a team for the course that they're going to. And they put no thought into it. It's like the, the Euros put real thought into trying to win the the Ryder Cup. And like going to this course is great for them in Italy. I have confidence though, Pat was one of the huge reasons that I brown bagged, even laid the juice at um, Whistling Straits. I have so much confidence in this new generation of USA golf and the leaders and the friendships at the top where there is just such a more community vibe, communal vibe to how these things are constructed. So I don't want to blindly pick on what I truly believe is occurring at the top of um, USA golf. And what's crazy to think, Pat, the most tenured member of this team now with the Dustin Johnson bye-bye is Jordan Spieth. And, you know, there's maybe a reason Patrick Reed for other than the money went to live because these are Jordan Spieth and by osmosis JT's team now as a leadership standpoint. And they're as much making the captain's picks as the captains. Well, it's, I mean, I think Bobby Mack played himself onto the team regardless of what happened just because he won at the course in Italy. And it's not like they have a real depth of players. But I actually think the Live Tour may have made the European Ryder Cup team stronger because now they don't have to pretend like Sergio's going to be on the team. And and Westwood's going to like just kick all those guys to the curb. Now they can actually start implementing like if Dietrich plays really well or Bobby Mack like, just think about how much better. Maybe we're wrong, and our perception of those players is really wrong. But if you have like McIntyre and Dietrich and both Hoygards or something like that, or Guido, just feels so much better. Like than looking at, geez, like KH Lee and Sebastian Munoz at the bottom of this team. Yeah, of course. I mean, and there's some heavyweights at the top that can go four zero and one and make sessions competitive on the European team. And that would still be pickums versus whoever the USA put out. So I'm, I have not lost any faith in the Ryder cup, the Ryder cup, as we spoke about last time, that was the last hurrah for that group. Who in that group would even realistically make that team? I guess you could say guys like, like what, I don't not Westwood specifically, but the European tour sets itself out where a guy like Westwood can go finish like second in the order of merit and then like find himself in a Ryder cup spot. We're like, Oh my God, what are we doing? But I don't think any of those guys were real. Like Poulter Westwood, maybe Sergio could have made the next team, but it's all over now. It's to your point. It's Bobby Mack. It's Hoy guards. It's there's a new generation at the, at the back end. So maybe, maybe you're right. But to, to bring this full circle, I am not at a point where I want to pick on what I think this new age of USA golf could be about. That's not to say I'm not going to bet Europe when we get there or make that decision, but I'm not, I'm not ready to fire. I'm not, I'm not ready to pick because guys to me like Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler, they kind of feel like they're course proof. Like they'll go to any course and, and play the game that's required. Yeah, but the courses where these guys still do the best are North American courses where if you miss the fairway, no big deal. That's great. So then Colin Morikawa is at an X Factor course for him. Sure. Like, I don't, sure, I don't but know. I mean, just, it just... But taking away the biggest strength of the American team, 
does help you out. Of course. <laughs> uh, abs- absolutely. But you're right. The veterans that are going to be fighting for this European team now are like your boy Molinari. Yeah. Maybe and can, I, I would guess show that, life and get back there. I would guess one of the captains pick. I mean, that's how interesting this president's cup is that we're talking about the Ryder <laughs> cup next year <laughs> But oh, like between like Molinari and Guido. I, they'll probably take one Italian. It was like, I, I don't know if we are qualified for the team or not. Last time the president's cup was in Canada, but it felt like he was past it. Was he past his prime at that point? And they were like, ah, you're on the team anyway, Mike, you're playing Tiger. Maybe, but. It's a very common thing. I remember back in the day when we when the first one we did, they they took Stephen Gallagher for for Scotland. So they just yeah, it's, we've seen it before. Yeah, like they, um, they they couldn't justify taking like Dubesson or Ben Benny Bell on the French team. Like that just didn't work. <laughs> no, no. But um, yeah, I guess you're right. That kind of puts into perspective what we're dealing with this week, though, Pat. Numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. And you don't earn that kind of trust with that many people without doing something right, right? At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home and they protect me with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. And here's why I love it. Because I get the prompts on my phone right away. I had an Amazon package delivered the other day. And I thought it was going to be like a break-in. I got a bit too close to the door for my comfort. Uh, And then just boom, I got the immediate prompt. I tuned in to my front door to see what was going on. I was like, oh, it's just the Amazon guy. No big deal. But the fact that the sensors work so well, I got the prompt immediately. Shows I can be on top of it no matter where I am. As long as I got my phone on me, I can check out what is going on in my house. And, you know, I got little kids. I got a wife. got stuff to provide. really don't have much stuff to protect outside of them in my house. Not a big spender. Not going to lie to you. But that safety makes me feel good. And importantly, it makes them feel good at the same time. They have 24-7 professional monitoring. They'll call you at the moment that there is a threat. Uh, if it is a you know a first responder situation or a real emergency and simply safe blankets your home in protection. Advanced sensors. Every room, window, door, HD security. Get better cameras than I got on the go. So you're going to want to get in on Simply Safe. And you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash mayo. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. It's pretty good. First month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash mayo to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the American... Like, I don't even know how to bet top point score top american i i feel like you're pl- splitting hairs and maybe the move in my opinion would be to like i would be looking at cam young max homa sam no, burns no i i think that all these guys are just unless you have such a strong inclination of how this is going to work out like xander and chef were both five and a half to one to be the top scorer for the u.s team then you got Cantley at six thomas at seven burns at 750 Finau at eight Morikawa at nine, Homa at nine, Spieth at 12, Young at 14. And then you got Billy Ho at 22, Kisner at 40 to one. Like, yes, Billy Ho and Kisner are probably the worst two players on this team. Not to say they're not good, just versus these guys, they're not great. I mean, Kisner came like third at the PGA Championship at Quail Hollow. Like if, but the thing is, I just don't think that they're going to ratchet up the difficulty of this course because I think the easier it plays, the bigger advantage the U.S. has like the harder it plays, you kind of mitigate. Like that's when your Seabezes and your Kisners and I mean Justin Thomas would be good anywhere you go, and Spieth would all of a sudden become a lot better. Where you know it relies on scrambling and putting over driving and irons, and I just don't think that the U.S. is stupid enough to set up the course that way. You're probably right, but I don't, I don't know how to bet into the U.S. market. You do, well, let, let's try. Let's try to theorize the teams because these ones seem a little bit easier to do. Like we got Spieth and Thomas are going to be a team, right? Yeah, you would assume so. And Xander and Cantley are going to be a team. Yes, like th- this might not be locked in hundred percent, but this is what we've seen. In the past. So those two, Burns and Scheffler? Or Burns and, uh, yeah, Burns and Scotty. That's probably a team. What What is their, con- so, like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but what are we, what is your inclination for that? Uh, well, uh, Sean Martin kind of reported this. And I'm kind of trying to read some tea okay. leaves here. Uh, the guys Sorry. have different interview schedules. It's broken up into two days. So on Tuesday, it's Spieth and Thomas are doing interviews along with Burns, Homa, Horschel, and Scheffler. So I guess that Homa and Horschel are a team, and then Scheffler and Burns are a team. Wouldn't Burns and Horschel be a team? Don't they play together at Zurich? Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Okay, so yeah, that's Homa and Scheffler, Horschel and Burns. So so Horschel and Burns ain't playing much. <laughs> but I don't know why they wouldn't. Well, it's not like everyone plays that tournament. Like, like that. who? Like, I guess, like, you could even argue, as much as I think, I, I don't care to debate the Kisner pick, because I don't think it mattered. But you could argue, as, like, part of bringing him here for the Carolinas and the lifetime achievement, that he gets to play, that they send him out on Thursday to play a match. Like, I have no idea. Well, only two guys sit per session. Like, that's not crazy to think that Kisner would be not one of the guys sitting day one. I mean, he should be one of the guys sitting day one based on talent, but I maybe they just don't care. And and I think Cam Young could be amazing here. I can and see I him do, sitting. But yeah, he is like, to me, the ultimate rookie in the sense that he's never won. Homa is Carolina's and off a win. And Sam Burns won three times. So... Literally, and Billy Horschel, like he's at least a tour veteran with wins. Cameron Young is literally 
like the guy who's probably low man on the totem pole in terms of like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Well, it, it's respect? weird because it's it's hard to figure out because all these guys have such specific teams. Maybe people will be better. I mean, this is the key to DraftKings this week. If you can project who's going to play with who, then all of a sudden you can just double stack them in your lineups and you're good to go. That's why I tried to figure it out for the, the international team is so important. If you can try to find the guys that are together and playing all the time. So like Connors and Pendrith might be the answer to that question for you. And then just load up with Americans because they might end up, you know, absolutely blowing them out. But there's two guys, actually three guys on this team. I don't know what they're doing with. And I find it really confusing. And it seems like you talk about low man on the totem pole. I agree with you. It's Cam Young. It's probably Kisner. Like those two are probably low man on the totem pole. Horschel maybe, but I don't know what they're doing with Morikawa and Fina. Not a clue, but I feel like Morikawa can go out with with Morikawa. Feels like he can play with anybody. But but I think that means he gets stuck with Kisner or Horschel. He could also get out there with Scheffler. Uh, you think so? What do you mean? Because we've already determined that JT Spieth, Xander, and Cantley. I mean, there's a vision like the golf. Someone made this pairing. Like it's actually like the pairing I would love to see. Finau and Cam Young seem like they'd be such a cool pairing. Um, and if that like was going out on Thursday, I'd probably bet Cam Young to be top U.S. point scorer and hoping that that pairing got hot and went. But yeah, and Scheffler Morikawa might have. Oh no, Morikawa was with DJ all all uh, Ryder Cup. Yeah, so like looking back at it right now, Thomas played with Tiger because Spieth wasn't in the last Presidents Cup. Spieth wasn't on that team. Xander and Xander and Cantlay played together. Bryson and Finau were a team. Webb and Reed, they're not here. Woodland and Dustin, they're not here anymore. Trying to see back of how they paired them up last time. They put Neiman with Leishman. They're not neither one of them is here. Okay, here, here's something interesting. Sung Jay played with Hadwin last time. I can't believe Hadwin was on the international team, but here we are. Scott and Benny Ann, Hideki and CT. Oh my God, CT Pan. And then two more guys on live. Whose spot? Kisner got put on to this spot, right? Because Zalatoris is out. Yeah. Let me go to latest. See if see if anyone on Twitter has good speculations about this. Ben Cooley did a great little preview article, but um, just sort of seeing who guys have paired with in the past. But it's really with the internationals, like Hideki and Scott have played together four times they're one two and one and that's pretty much it yeah but one two and one's like the best score of like any international player <laughs> yeah you're not you're not wrong i mean everyone else is just uh a rookie to a certain so so here's from extent. the from the espn article that i'm seeing right now like Sheffler and burns are good pals they might play together kisner and max homa played together at the qbe shootout I don't Scheffler and Burns like that could be a team Scheffler and Burns. Then you go Xander, Cantlay, Spieth and Thomas. Those are like are your three locks Then you mix and match everyone else. Yeah, I don't know, though. Are we how can Burns and Horschel not be a, a locked pairing? I mean, because they don't want to play Horschel. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But at least on Thursday, I don't think Horschel's low man. No, he might not be. But I mean. 
we also have to predict beyond the beyond the first day, don't we? Like, what are these guys going to do on Friday? Correct. But if a guy sitting or not playing Thursday one, you want anything in terms of top score? No, I mean, I don't see. I want to go back to the odds for a second. I don't see what I'm betting here. I really don't. Spieth. Like Spieth, that might be the best value. Spieth at Twelve to one might just be the bet. He might play Blindly all five sets. Just with do pumps. it. Yeah, you might be right, Pat. Although I don't see him playing all f- me me either, but I think that's your best bet. Like everyone else is below 10 to 1. I think that he'll unless Cam Young gets so hot and even then they probably don't care that Speeth is the only one with the potential of these guys to play all five because he'll be out there day one. Here's the other part. If it turns and I think I said this earlier, if it turns into a laugh riot I don't care if a pairing is three and oh for the Americans. They might just give them a, the the Saturday off yeah. or the Saturday morning off. Like it's do, do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say they're going to. And my my big outright hopes, you know, they don't take the gas off. But if the score is just so silly, which the head to head matchup prices will indicate it has the potential to be. I don't think they're like, oh, we got to go five and oh. Yeah, well, like, beca- because of that, I think that this is a really interesting market. It's top captains pick point score combined that if we think that the weirdly, the Americans go full communist and give everyone their fair share because they're up by so much. That means the Cam Davis to like if we this might be the better bet. I mean, maybe it's not because they end up getting screwed. But like we had Cam Davis at 10 and Pendrith at 12 to win for the internationals. They're 14 and 16 to be the top captains pick overall. Like if, they, if, if we Holman's think that they have the chance to win for the internationals, they could beat Spieth and Morikawa, Horschel, Young, Homa, and, and Kisner. Like they don't have to, like if we think that Xander and Thomas and all those guys are the ones who are going to end up winning, like why not? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I, listen, I'm trying to sell you on this. You yeah, have no, I would rather you because any, you don't need any more money on this. I'm looking for ways to get involved. No, but I'm I would find out which be, market I like the most. Yeah. And these wouldn't be big bets. And we found maybe a side of the international, though, though, though the thing is, Pat, I feel like we can get top point score Pendrith 14 to one. And what's the point of even playing in that other market for the two more points? If he's going to be top rookie, he's going to be top point score, I think. Well, hold on, hold on. This was top captain's pick, not top rookie. Oh, okay, sorry. Yep. Okay. So he's Back not against Scheffler in this. Like, Scheffler's yeah. not in that market. <laughs> yeah, and and, and Scheffler is a... You're right, because Scheffler's a rookie, even though sometimes you think he's not because he played in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. But this is... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so he has to fade. Captain's picks for the Americans were Morikawa, Spieth, Homa, Young, Horschel, and Kisner. Like it's not inconceivable. Like all those guys might just not play a bunch of matches. You are right, but here's the other part of it. Would I rather have a guy who's going to play four matches in an American pairing or five matches in an international pairing? No, that that's that's fair. But like, if we're comparing this market to the top international market, you're getting more points for this one, but. In this one, Pendrith and Davis have to beat Morikawa, Homa, Young, Spieth, Horschel, rather than having to beat Scott, Hideki, Connor, Sungjae, who are all projected to play all the international matches. Like, I get what you're saying, and I think it does actually make a lot of sense, but just on pure volume, this might be the better market. 
Or just bet both. I might do that. Um, yeah. I'm just... Uh... You're looking at something. What are you looking at? Well, now I'm looking at the over-under points for each player to determine, like, how... You know, Pendrith over one point, Pat, is plus 110. Yeah, but we don't know. Like, maybe we think him and Connors go out together. That's great. Like, I have more confidence in Cam Davis than I do in Pendrith, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Him over one point is minus 110. But it would lose on a tie because exactly one or under is minus 120. Oh, okay. Just trying so to find not, I would thought we'd be safe on a tie, but we're not safe on a tie on these props. So use your eyes, people. Sometimes I make these mistakes. Well, I mean, if you go to top international debutant, you can get Davis and Pendrith at six to one and six and a half to one. And Tom Kim and Corey Connors. Somehow in the top international debutant, Tom Kim is Tom Kim is behind Corey Connors in terms of the overall market, but he's ahead of him in the top rookie market. Incredible. The amount of respect Tom Kim is getting in these markets versus that next tier of player is pretty remarkable to me. Well, th this could be the one to look at here. Top international debutant. I know I kind of mentioned his name a few times, but Mito's nine or eight and a half to one to be the top rookie on, on the international team. Like that's not inconceivable. No, not at all. Not at all. Other than does he have a, positive result at all in the last two and a half months that i couldn't tell you i haven't really been playing the old uh the old meto like we know cust killed him yeah when, when cust destroyed his career it became tough he was terrible at quail hollow at quail hollow last year but it was in two rounds let's see meto what do you got going 54th the bmw 2042nd at the fedex cup miscut 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 13th 7th 3rd he had his like Maybe just time off was good for him at the yes. same time. Like, we don't know. You know, you never know what's going on with these guys. I 100% was about to say the time off might have done him good. Like, in trying to make the case, you want to make a bet, you got to sell yourself. You got to pick a lane. The time off might have honestly been good for a guy like Mito. I don't, I'm, I could, you could sell me on that, but I, I'm pretty confident. I don't need I'm it's Cam it's Davis and Pendrith. We're gonna get my money in uh exotic international markets. Uh I have fantasy national pulled up right now. I just looked at strokes game ball striking, which is off the tee plus approach together per round. The best players in this field are Connors, Thomas, at Quail Hollow in their career. It's like eight rounds or six rounds, so it's not a it's not a very big sample. But Connors, Thomas, Homa, Davis, Patrick, Cantley. And then it's like Hideki, Burns, Munoz, Xander. Then you have guys who are all kind of in the negatives. Like the negatives have been Finau, Kisner, Sungjae, KH, KH Lee, Adam Scott, and like Mito was horrible in his two rounds. But I don't know if there's anything to take away from that. Is that like everything that I've looked at so far, Connors is being spit out as the best guy. Yes. Connors, as we kind of alluded to almost immediately, um, Connors and M seem like the most guaranteed five session bodies in the whole 24 man landscape. Well, maybe what that gets them. I'm not sure. Maybe they play, maybe they play together. You're right. I mean, we talk about the power pairing. You're like, yeah, Hideki Scott's the power pairing in green jacket rankings, but in actual current life, you're probably right, Pat. 
yeah, like you say, Pendrith might play with Connors. I still think it makes far more lot like yeah, the 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 nationality, the guys from the same country might play together, but just like on paper, Davis and Pendrith make so much sense together versus Connors and Pendrith, who just have completely different games. You know, and, and maybe I've totally overread that. And it's a five it's a four day thing and they're going to get their ass kicked. And on the weekend, Immelman can say, okay, best friends go play together. Like we're down six. Yeah. Go like for, for, for ages, I, I mean, until live happened, I was just sure Connors and answer would be a team. So maybe it's not, maybe he goes with him. I mean, the other possibility is Connors plays with Tom Kim who still kind of have similar games, except Tom Kim can putt sometimes. Um, I just Maybe. think that there's if you're going to bet this now and you miss the market, there's no point of betting the minus 700. Do you agree with me? I agree. That's the, like what? No. What are you, you going to put 10 grand on it? <laughs> yeah, No, out of here. So if yeah. we're trying to mine the market, it does feel like the international is where the most is hidden because we think they're going to get stomped, which means if they get stomped, their best guys aren't going to be good anyway. So playing the back of the market makes the most sense for the international team. If that's the sausage we've made here in the last 40 minutes, I, I actually totally agree with that hypothesis. Okay, so that's what I'm going to take. We'll try to, maybe we'll sure up some bets. I'll put it in the newsletter on Tuesday night and try to talk about it a little bit more. But I'm big on this Davis Pendrith top international. I might even throw Mito and just play all three of them. Spieth. I mean, Spieth is top American. Maybe I I probably won't even get there. I, I don't think I'll make a bet on the American side when it comes down to it. And then Mito is top rookie of the international team, eight and a half to one. Kind of like that. Then I'll look at Davis and Pendrith as top captain's picks, along with Mito at 14, 16, and 22 to one. Like if one of those guys ends up winning, you win a bunch they're all kind of put like if davis wins you win a 10 to 1 and a 16 to 1 if mito wins you win an eight and a half a 22 and a 16 like you know they're kind of multipliers and you kind of divvy your money around on it too like that that's where i'm gonna go that's how i'm going to play this i might be way off base with it and connor's goes five and oh or something crazy like that but i do think that if you want to bet on this which obviously you don't have to but if you do i think this is the market you want to play as we have kind of alluded to it a few times, the Spieth 12 to 1 to be top U.S. point scorer is pretty attractive. The question becomes if it does get like very lopsided as captain, he's like de facto captain, I mean, longest tenured U.S. serving player at this point. He's like, I'll let the other guys play. Or he's like, no, this is the brand. I'm setting this as like the new, like going forward. This is just a new age. And um, I'm I, going all out here. I, I like where you're coming from with that. And I think that you're right. Plus, I don't think this is a great course for speed anyway. I like, I think that yeah, it's going to rely on t Justin Thomas carrying him to a lot of this stuff. Maybe not, but I think that's a more likelier scenario that if we do get into a situation where you're talking about where this is an absolute route and it's like, Hey, let's play the other guys. They might have the Kevin Kisner memorial. Hey, here's your shot to be on one of these teams. Go play your heart out, Kev. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like we're up this Kevin, it's Carolina. Like just take the session. Um, 
you know, that that could be it. So maybe the other part or- of it, though, Pat, that we haven't really discussed. Is there any chance that the Americans come out and they pair veterans with rookies like way more than we are expecting and how we've sort of plotted those pairings? Yeah, but they don't really have any veterans like their veterans aren't veteran veterans. Mean? They're not Adam Scott, who's 40 something. Like all okay, those guys. Fine, but are when gone. I say veterans, I mean, yeah, you uh, want to say know, like, hey, let's put Justin Thomas with Cam Young. Yeah, or like I said, Fina, yeah, all those guys, uh, yeah, you know, Spieth and Homa, and we're just going to send you out with an experienced international match play player. No, I, I don't think that happens. Just putting it out there. You're probably right. Like, these guys are giving up their free time. They're going to play with their best friends, I think. Yeah, and I mean, that's led to a lot of success for them. So, yeah, no, can't Zander. I really don't see it being split up so they could teach somebody something about next year's rider. No, you're right. You're I'm just you're right. You're right. There's All right. No I want to I just very quickly want to jump over to DraftKings because I said right before we came on that everything came out. Um, sorry, you can't play, Jeff, because you're in Ontario. If you are in Ontario and want to play on DraftKings, like I, I put it out on my Twitter there's like a petition going around now. They need to amend the sports betting law to include DFS. That's what this all boils down to. Uh, so you have you have to pick your one captain for the slate, and then you pick the rest of your golfers. Obviously, they're cheaper when that ends up happening. Scheffler is the most expensive, Jeff. I mean, overall, I mean, it's 1.5 times the salary and points if you make someone your captain. But it's Scheffler's 10-6, Cantley's 10-2, Xander is 10,000. If it's you who's trying to play this out, and I know that like DraftKings, DraftKings strategy, not necessarily either of our things, but I'm trying to think through it is Cantley and Xander seem like the best options to pair together because you get both their points or do you get both their points or do you take we out because you get the team points for it. So do you think you take Cantley and Xander and just hope they absolutely annihilate the competition or you just take one of them or completely fade them. Like they seem to be the biggest lock to play together. Don't they? Yes, they do seem to be um, an enormous lock to play together, but I also wouldn't mean that guarantees they go all sessions. Cause I believe they were undefeated at the Ryder cup and then took time off. And that's the Ryder cup, not the president's cup even. So but th- were they, were they Ryder cup rookies? No, because Shoffley was for sure. They were for sure in Paris. Cantley was in Paris? Shoffley was for sure in Paris. Okay. And so I'm looking at the bottom of the pricing. So like Pendrith is at 4,400. He's going to be super highly owned. Like that's no doubt. (coughs) Cam Davis and like Mito, I think is the low end selection that you want to make your team different. He's 4,600. Everyone's going to take Pendrith. Everyone's going to take Davis. Maybe I'll uh, I'll bring maybe Tambo and I can talk about this. We'll do some something for it because I like the way that he thinks about some of this stuff. That I mean, all the internationals are worth so little. Like there's there's Connors is sixty two, Speed the seven thousand, Cam Cam Young is worth more than Connors, Scott, and Horschel, and Tom Kim. Like, do you can think you... it's worth it? Like, if you're playing a bunch of lineups, right? Let's say you're Hold playing on. ten. Let's just say you are playing ten because I might play ten in the twenty dollar. Do you just make three of them like international team actually wins lineups? <laughs> no, because no one's going to have that. No, I don't care. But you don't care. I guess if you need to do that. No, because my mind's not allowing itself to go there. So I have a peaceful week until I actually have to stress some 
that situation. Here's the truth of it, Pat, especially when it comes to DraftKings, but also to the betting. We're going to know the Thursday matches on Wednesday. Some of these sports books, they don't take it off the board when they do that draft. We, I mean, maybe one of the sports books will, but we know lots of sports books that won't. So why set a lineup before you see that Wednesday evening card? That's... Why make like why I get it? Like we think Penrith's, I think the odd could drop if I find a good one. I'm pretty confident in how he's gonna play. Maybe that's a bet I want to make now. But is it silly to make any bet before before the Wednesday night lineups? I don't know if it's silly to make any bet, but you have now sold me on. It makes absolutely no sense to make a DraftKings lineup until we know what the Penguins are for the for the first day at least, because then you can just not use the players that aren't playing. Yeah, just cross I mean, those guys no right off your list because they can't play all five sessions. That's impossible. Good call. I like that. Yeah. So maybe I'll do a live stream. I mean, I don't do anything on Wednesdays anyway. Maybe once the pairings are out, I'll try to grab Tambo or something like that or anyone out there, Joe or Rick or Raza, whoever it might be, jump on and try to get a more, more of a handle on the DraftKings side of this. I don't hate my, like if Mito doesn't play the first session, doesn't mean I don't like Mito anymore because we don't expect the internationals to score a bunch of points, but yeah. I might get better odds on him if he's not playing in the first session. 100%. So to that point, I would almost argue I will make not even a, a thought of a U.S. bet before I see the list. But the international team, they're in no position, in my opinion, to not have Pendrith and Cam Davis involved in Thursday, where I would probably feel comfortable making that those bets that we talked about today, because I don't think those numbers get better. And I am would roll the dice that there's just no position that Immelman doesn't send Pendrith out on Thursday. I agree. I mean, it's very clear to me, and maybe Immelman thinks differently, that we're just not going to see Bezaden out and we're not going to see KH Lee on, on Thursday. Like that, almost chalk that one in. I'm fully confident in the Bez call. I am still part of me with how cornball some of this stuff can be. That, that Siwoo could... and KH Lee play together? Yeah, because again... The international teams are such wild cards in terms of relationship building that MLM might just want to send guys. I'm just spitballing. And sometimes with these bets, you pick a lane and you stick with it. Just like when we bet tournaments, picking a lane and I stick with it. Um, yeah, that's one to see. But Pendrith Davis, they're playing Thursday. That's something I'm willing to invest in before I see uh, the sheet on Wednesday. All right. So the quick picks for me but I'm not going to commit to these as of yet. These are the ones I'm going to play if nothing else changes and these guys play, but I am going to wait until I see. Obviously, Jeff has the best number on the market uh, that he gave out to all of you on the show two months ago about Team USA. Minus 330 or minus 300? Okay, so I got a little like 320, but they took such little action that the place that I'm able to actually brown bag that would take as much as I wanted to bet, I did have to bet it at minus 350. All but right. That's just where we are. Yeah, it's minus 700 now. So you're doing OK. <laughs> you got good, great CVL. Even if you lose, you can say you got that closing line. Value, uh, Jeff. That my, my wife won't care. <laughs> Your wife's not going to know if you win or lose either way. Oh, uh, shit. My mood will be. Listen, this golf content, Pat, you could consider golf content is like um, an Asian spa for me. 
It's like the cover. It's the facade on the front. Yeah, I give back rubs, but I'm just here to give you charger hand jobs like in the back room. Like the golf content for me is a front, I think, to be good enough at it where I, I people on the Internet want me to talk about the chargers. OK. <laughs> I might not. It would be so much that if the Chargers are losing to Jacksonville and singles is a sweat, I might have to watch singles. <laughs> All right. So my picks are going to be, again, wait until we see the Wednesday pairings. Once the pairings are public and finalized, you can jump on these numbers. I don't think that they're going to change. And they're all, again, the international side is where all of this presents value, not to win, but in their individual prop market. Because I think these guys are a lot closer. We do not expect them to score very many points. So why are guys like 20 points apart in the betting market? Like they shouldn't be. Sungjae is going to play Scheffler or something like that. And great. That means that Pendrith might get to play Billy Horschel and beat the crap out of him. So <laughs> Davis, Pendrith, Mito. Top international score, 10, 12, 16 to 1. Top captain's picks, those same three uh, overall captain's picks would be 14, 16, and 22. And then Mito is top rookie on the international side is 8.5 to 1. I think that those are the ones that I'm going to play. But if Mito sits out on Thursday for the internationals, his odds probably go way up. And I'd probably still bet him at a bigger number anyway, because I don't expect them to win a ton of points. He might just need to win two matches and, and it's his. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as we talk through this together, we sort of came to the same place. Um. It's Cam Davis and Pendrith top international point score for me. I'm going to wait and see on anything else I do. But the, those are where, where I'm going to be um, committed. And DraftKings picks, uh, I'll try to do some. Maybe it's a quick thing. Maybe it's it's a tweet session. Maybe it's a newsletter. I don't know how I'm going to specifically tackle those. But I think it is very important, as Jeff pointed out, to wait until the, at least the Thursday pairings are out until you start making your lineups. It doesn't mean everything needs to be dictated by that, but then at least you'll get a sense of who can play the maximum amount of rounds and who is playing together if you want to try to stack up points. Or you don't just want to take guys playing each other on Thursday. I mean, that's another strategy to take as well. Like, you know, you can only have one winner. You're looking to maximize winners and playing time. Hopefully your guys don't play against each other. And then all of a sudden you have a leg up on the field. It's like when we do the match play pod every single year yeah we talk about the optimal way to build and there's different strategies around that but just i don't know guys rake themselves a lot of the time and you can potentially do that in this if you're not paying attention so wednesday we'll have that uh mayo media newsletter free to join down in the description smash the like sub to the channel on the way out you can catch jeff feinberg and myself with tim undercust every wednesday on the pat mayo experience thanks for filling in on sunday by the way no, no problem. And I know you want to close, but I'm just going to hit you one question on the way out. Hit me. How many sessions do you think Kevin Kisner plays? Three. Because if you think he's going to play three sessions, that's could be better than five Siwoo sessions. Yes. But that's not like a head to head, is it? No, but I'm just saying, no, you're right. I'm just saying, sorry. I, I said too many words. How many sessions do you think Kisner plays? Three. I just don't see what that does for us. Like he needs to play at least four for that 40 to one to come in handy. Which if they route them on day one, he might end up playing four just as a victory lap. And at DraftKings, three Kisner sessions isn't worth much. I mean, it is. He has to win all three, though. 
Because you still get points even in losses. Not a ton, obviously, uh, but... Of course, you're right. It's not like you get zero points if you lose. You're right. That was a silly thought of me on DraftKings. You can... Playing five sessions, even losing, you're making your birdie... You're making your holes in those sessions. My yeah. bad. Total... No, it's all right. No, I, I think I think that these sort of things are worth exploring because very rarely, I mean, we said, I mean, it would be helpful. Maybe I'll talk to Sky. I bet you he has the numbers about the Ryder Cup in DraftKings, and that was an absolute shellacking. And if you think this is going to be an absolute shellacking, mimicking those sorts of lineups are probably the best way to do it. That's just me. Anyway. You can follow me at the PME on Twitter. You can follow Jeff at G Feinberg 17 every Wednesday. We're on the show. If you missed the NFL recap show from week two, highly suggest that you do it. Cuss had to drink out of a shoe. That's always fun. And Jeff and I were sweating big money live on the air. And we hit a first touchdown bet by asking Tim who wouldn't score the first touchdown. Tim is paying off in spades so far in primetime games in 2020, 2022, but just by going opposite of him. He likes the internationals this week too, Jeff. So that's always good news for you. That can't, that can't be real. <laughs> he always loves that see bazoidenkoit, as he says. Yeah. Uh, listen, I hope it's an entertaining week. I don't know. Even NBC, like, barely sneaks in a plug during Sunday night football, you know? Yeah, well, like I said, that will do it. Uh, we'll be back next week for, I think, Sanderson Farms DraftKings picks. Uh, but I like talking President's Cup with you. Hopefully, we can make all this work for 2024 when it's in Montreal. And we can, like, rent a house, have the PME house on location in Montreal. And we'll all just be passed out the entire time and forget to do any content. It'll be a lot of fun. Ensure that will go down. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!